0: to the hollow sky podcast we are your hosts steven
1: and kyle
0: and today i put together a well i was gonna do an episode on giants but then that episode turned into ufos which also turned into aliens that are giants so cool bear with me that being said before we get into that we got to get through the business so check us out at all our social medias facebook instagram youtube twitter tiktok come and hang out Post cool stuff, weird articles you find, creepy shit. You know, the drill. Come and be social. The good stuff. We got a great community going on in all these places. We love you guys. Everything is so awesome. Facts. Facts. If you have a paranormal encounter you would like to have featured on a future episode, Kyle's going to tell you how to do it.
1: You can write it out. You can record yourself on your smartphone, uh, and then if you do it that way, you can shoot it over to the email, which is going to be howskypepodcast at gmail dot com, or you can give us a call on our new cellular device, and that phone number is going to be six one eight five five six zero eight
0: three seven. Or you can write us a snail mail, send us something. Oh yeah, cool a regular mail through the USPS. Yeah, Steve can tell you that. At P.O. Box 145, Field in Illinois. That's (coughs) F-I-E-L-D-O-N. Illinois 62031. We've been getting a little bit here and there, and it is dope. So thank you for that. If you'd like to support the podcast, there's a bunch of ways you can do it. First and foremost, share episodes on social media. Tell all your friends. If they're into paranormal, if they like to listen to podcasts, throw our name out there. We are forever grateful for that. We have a Patreon. You can check that out. See if there's any tiers you like, sign up for that. Support us that way. We got stickers and magnets and buttons and tiers for t-shirts and all kinds of shit. We got a bunch of shipments going out this week, so by the time this drops, everybody should have their stickers and have t-shirts all the way and should be should be pretty caught up with that. Yeah. We're also working on a merch store cuz I know people are asking they want to buy, they want to buy shit and we're trying to get all of our stuff, in, in the order to get that off the ground, we have a Venmo. If you'd like to drop some change in there for a monster, that'd be dope. We appreciate you guys over at the Venmo and the Patreon, doing the Lord's work. Amen. Keeping, keeping on, keeping us on. Yeah. Oh, what else we got? Uh, best another good way you can uh support us is go to wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a rating and review. It helps us. Be more easily found in the world of podcasts. If you leave us a five-star rating and review, I will gladly shout you out. As I said last episode, I'm still working through February's because we have a bunch, and that is a good problem to have.
1: I would agree with that.
0: Today's comes from our friend Quincy BJJ. It says, great paranormal podcast, five stars. Great content presented in an often humorous way. Thank you, Kyle and Steven, for giving us all much needed content amidst the almost year long flattening of the curve. (laughs) Well, Quincy, we are glad to be that emotional support podcast you needed during this lockdown, pandemic.
1: Absolutely.
0: I like being an escape for you guys. Yeah. It's a dope feeling. Our, where are we at? Oh, our paranormal encounter of the day. It comes to us from our friend Dom in New Zealand. He's back with some more weirdness from the other side of the world. And I am stoked to listen to this. So here is
2: Dom's story. Morning, guys, or evening, where you guys are. Um, Dom here again from New Zealand. Um, so, yeah, a couple of little stories. One ghostly and one kind of alien-slash- UFO-ish related, I guess. Um, So yeah, going back a few years, I'd just like to preface this with my house has been an ongoing issue with apparitions and activity ever since I was a kid, really. Um, Even to the point where my sisters had noted it and they're eight years in front of me. I was the mistake. (coughs) Um, So yeah, me and my boys were... um, chilling at mine back in the day um i think m the longest mile or whatever it is came out um so going off that i reckon i'd have been about the 14 14 13 14 something like that same with the other guys um so my friends are really used to a few oddly things going on from having sleepovers at mine and having things thrown at them <laughs> um all sorts so this night was the um Kind of on the same sort related, but just really odd. So we were watching the Eminem DVD, don't know why. Um, <laughs> looking back on it. Um, so yeah, we started watching that probably about half an hour into it um, because we were young teenagers and my parents were out of town for the day. Um, we decided that we'd break into my dad's liquor and um, try and roll a couple of his drum siggies because that's what teenagers do and we were cool. We wanted to have a smoke and probably yeah choke out the back garden um so yeah that's what we did put the dvd on pause me and four of my mates went out the back cracked a cracked a beer um rolled these appalling ciggies um so yeah that got finished came back inside came back sat down tried playing the dvd lo and behold the DVD's not in the dvd player any longer um, so yeah, the next half an hour to 40 minutes we spent, um, just looking around for the DVD, to be honest, under the couch, like in the packet again, see if someone's taken it out. But like I say, we we're all outside and accounted for. Um, so it was just odd. Um, 30 minutes passed. Um, I think my mate Richard found it and it was randomly in the dining room underneath the table on top of one of the chairs. So... Kind of like where a kid had hide. <laughs> um, so that's another story. Um, so yeah, we found it and just looked at each other in all bewilderment. And what the fuck was that about? Like, who moved it and why? Um, so, like I say, that's one of the many occasions I've had. I've had a friend come round once, and um, this would be later, probably about eighteen. Um, went into the kitchen, asked for a drink. Uh, As I turned round and he's just about reaching for the cupboard, the door flies open and a pint glass just gets lashed at his fucking chest um, and smashes on the ground. To which my mum was like, what the fuck? You lot get out now. I was like, no, it's not what you think. Um, He was shocked because he'd never seen anything like that. Um, He wasn't one of the original four from back in the day. um but yeah there's a lot of odd happenings let's say at my house or my old house where my parents still live in england now um weirdly i don't know why because it was built in the 70s um but again that's all to do with where the land and what it was sitting on um yeah moving forward um few years would be i'd be about 22 23 um i'm living in new zealand now full-time working as an arborist. Four or five of my mates, a um, couple of Kiwis, one dude from Ontario and another English mate of mine. We were all um, doing carry research, so we were spending our days climbing up into the big stupid carry trees, grabbing all the seeds and coming down. So as a um, little treat on a night, where we were camping, we would obviously um, smoking a bit of bud, drinking a few beers, um, just having a chill out around the fire really, just before we um, hit the hay I guess and get in the fart sack. Um, So, yeah, we were climbing this little tree, just trying to biff each other out of it and shake branches to try and piss each other off and try and make each other fall. Um, And one of us looked up and noticed that there was, like, a perfect equilateral triangle of what looked like pointed stars um, moving, (laughs) Uh, which was odd, obviously, because normally, yeah, you'd attribute a satellite just one solo light moving away like it was. Same speed as that same speed as a satellite um but the difference was the inside of the triangle if you know what i mean was blacker than the outside of the sky for the night Um, i don't know what sort of height up there it was but it was out in the outer stratosphere let's say that Um, so the weird part about it once it had stopped moving which was weirdly above us um again fact 72,000 odd feet I'd say it was way up there Um, so I don't think anything dodgy happened Um, but yeah we are watching it Um, one light came out from the back light of the said triangle um, did a full loop all the way back round and then shot off 90 degrees to where it had come out um, at a stupid rate of speed that nothing on earth can actually keep up with Um, two minutes later on the opposite side another light came in and entered the light, where the spot of light was on the bottom left corner, let's say. Um, once it, this, I'd like to say that the triangle itself had stopped at this point when one had shot off and one had turned up. And as soon as the other one had turned up, it started moving off again. Um, so yeah, we were smoking a bit of bud, drinking a bit of beer, but as anyone who's done that in the past knows, um, you don't tend to hallucinate, man. Like, you might have a giggle, you might finish a bag of cookies and regret it in the morning, but that's about as far as it goes. Especially no one's going to attribute smoking a bit of weed for a group hallucination such as that. So, yeah, we climbed out the tree, went back to the campfire, cracked another beer and discussed that and, um, yeah, locked our tents up pretty good that (laughs) night. So that's one more story, but, um, yeah, I'll keep bringing them through, like I say um you guys stay cool you're doing a really good job of um adding to the disclosure i don't really trust the government in their disclosure coming out this year because you know what that's going to look like it'll just be a, a nice big book full of blanked out pages um so yeah keep doing what you're doing guys you're doing it fucking amazingly so yeah thanks again stay cool
0: welcome back to the show dom thanks for uh taking the time to send uh some more experiences in The longest mile, dog. Hell yes. The longest mile.
1: Fucking nailed that.
0: Love it. Let me think here. Definitely some poltergeistic activity going on. Hiding your DVD and shit. For sure. It was probably
1: telling you not to watch this movie.
0: Could be. Maybe it wasn't maybe the poltergeist wasn't an Eminem fan.
1: Yeah, that might have. Yeah, I mean, that's probably pretty good odds.
0: Maybe it was a bootleg copy that didn't actually have Eminem in it, and it was actually called "The Longest Yard" with Adam Sandler.
1: (laughs) That's probably it.
0: (laughs) Solved it, bro. Fun fact. Got you.
1: Fun fact. Um. Back in the day, my wife used to have the biggest crush on Eminem ever, which was fucking hilarious.
0: You do look like Eminem.
1: No. She she had his pictures all over her wall and shit. It was hilarious, <laughs> fucking hilarious. Now she's probably gonna be so mad. Yeah,
0: she's not gonna listen to the podcast anymore. She's gonna be
1: so embarrassed.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, Dom, my guy, you submitted two stories where both of them you're you're intoxicated. So there's that. Just
0: mildly. <laughs>
1: Because at first, like at first, not, not that I'm discrediting you by any means, but at first I was gonna make a little joke about how maybe your dad's cigarettes weren't actually cigarettes. You smoke a little bit of that wacky tobacco, but in the second one, you. Uh,
0: he said, "Yeah, we were.
1: Yeah, we were definitely smoking weed." So there's that. I uh, love
0: I love how he presents the the UFO sighting. Like we've all been there, just hanging out with your buddies and like just camaraderie going on, you know, fucking with each other. Yeah. And then someone sees a damn UFO and, and everything changes. Yeah, the shit whole, gets real. The whole mood changes. Yeah. And they're like, You're you like, know what? Let's get out of these
1: trees. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we're, we're going to not horse around anymore. We're going to go sit at the campsite and just start drinking more beer. So <laughs> it's almost like... Like
0: Kyle just going to sleep. That's exactly <laughs> what
1: I was getting ready to say. Like, it's that defense mechanism. Just, just like, like yeah, let's just do whatever we can to not think about this.
0: I feel like... Like, just listening to him <sighs> tell his stories, I feel like he's totally a guy we would just chill with. Oh, well, for sure. And just share creepy stories with yeah, him. Yeah, for sure. It.
1: And, I mean, the the UFO sighting is, I mean, spot on, a, on with a lot it's of... A triangle. Yeah.
0: Account, which I've seen one similar. I can't remember if it had the three points of light. I just remember it blocking out the stars as it moved which stuck out in my head there was no sound there was no no anything just watching it move across the sky and yeah it's fucking that's kind of creepy yeah it was weird
1: the lights are creepy too though yeah also weird
0: but yeah thanks again for sending your stories in dom i love hearing uh your accounts from across the world yeah it's awesome it's definitely dope if we ever make it to new zealand we'll have to hang out I don't know if Kyle will make it there because I don't think he flies and he's sure as fuck not going to swim.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely not going by the water.
0: It kind of narrows down our choices. Very much so. Copy that. I'm not going to New Zealand.
1: But if you drug me and then I don't remember any of it and I just wake up in New Zealand, that's a different story. Oh. Well, so it's just something to think about.
0: Maybe we'll create a portal.
1: That would work. I would do that. That'd be sick.
0: All right, so from Let's there,
1: hear about extraterrestrial giants.
0: Yeah, about that. I was gonna do an episode on giants, right? Mm-hmm. Nephilim, shit like that. Yeah, crazy big artifacts, weird fossils, and shit. But I stumbled across this story, which kind of morphs into this whole thing with UFOs and aliens and all sorts of shit. So, everybody, just bear with me. So this takes place in Israel. And as we know from biblical texts and retelling, Israel was once home, supposedly, to giants. Right. You know, from from the Bible. I looked up, you know, there's David and Goliath as one. I looked up some other ones. Uh, in Samuel and Chronicles, they talk about uh, unusually tall warriors among the Philistines They talk about four warriors that fought alongside Goliath. Their names are, I'm sorry if I mispronounced them, but Saf, uh, Lami, and Ish-Binabob. Binab? Binab? Ish-Binabob?
2: Nailed it. Binab?
0: I don't know. Whatever. Not a Bible guy. Just going off what I found here. Uh, Their descriptions are similar, they said, to Goliath, uh, noting great stature and the mass weapon, the massive nature of their weaponry. Uh, Unlike Goliath or any of the warriors, this unnamed fifth warrior was said to have six fingers on each of his hands and six toes on each of his foot.
1: We've heard that in regards to giants. Before.
0: That's why I put that in there. I'm like, this kind of goes hand in hand, pun intended, with other giant accounts, but... Having six fingers on each foot and each toe is known as polydactylism. Um, This particular article that I was reading goes into actual clans of giants brought up in the Old Testament. There are the Anakim, who are descendants from the Nephilim, mentioned in Genesis. Uh, They were encountered by Moses. At one time before the children of Israel traveled through... Transjordan, the land to the east of the Jordan River, was heavily populated with tall people known as Imim and the Zamzumim.
1: Really good names.
0: Dude, I'm terrible with this. The Amorites and another group who stood in the way of Israel claiming the promised land are described as being exceptionally tall. So as you can tell here, there are tons, not tons, but multiple encounters with giants through biblical history and lore within the realm of Israel. And I just wanted to touch on that a little bit because it kind of adds, adds credence, so to speak, and it yeah. kind of makes you question as to what's the nature of these beings everyone's encountering, right? Right. So that part in history wasn't the only time that giants were encountered in Israel, which is where we come into this. In the 1990s, there was a rash of UFO sightings that involved exceptionally large humanoid entities. To get there, we have to start at the UFO flap in Israel. It's kind of the very f- first time that it was brought to <clears throat> media limelight was in uh, September 28th, 1987, which is Everett's birthday, not 1987, but September 28th. Anyway, a 27-year-old auto mechanic named Amy Akrai was driving just south of Haifa when he saw what he thought might be a helicopter in distress hovering over the sands of Sikmona Beach and on the Mediterranean Sea. He stopped his car. To his utter amazement, he saw a disc-shaped craft which emitted a bright red flash right before disappearing. Two days later, he returned to the site with a ufologist that the police had referred to him. This ufologist's last name is Arbel. What they discovered remains one of the most lasting proofs ever left by a UFO of its physical existence. The flash emitted by the craft had burned its image into the sands of Sikmona Beach. A 15-meter elliptical disc was burnt black into the sand. What was more interesting was that inside this sand was an area that wasn't burned. And the vegetation in the sand which wasn't burned was a clear image of a pilot of the craft facing a control board. What
1: the fuck? Bro. How is that even possible?
0: He wasn't hot enough to burn the sand. Dude, that's so weird. So it wasn't a one-off. Acre's incident was followed by more incidents later on, almost a year later in 1998, when a similar-shaped craft was once again burned into the sand of Sikmona Beach, about 100 yards north of the first site. This was followed close to a year later by a sighting of two teenagers on April 27th, 1989, when they witnessed a UFO actually explode into thousands of shards over Sikmona Beach. This last one, considering it was they had seen a craft blow up, they had searchers out there checking shit out, making sure it wasn't a plane or a helicopter or any of that. UFO, Israeli ufologists kind of caught wind of the story. They decided to go in and investigate more scientifically. They found that on the beach, they was just strewn with burnt white metal, which, well, it says burning white metal, which was cool to the touch when they picked it up. The metal even glowed in the water. When picked up, the shards turned into white ash. Scientists from the Technion Institute of Technology tested the site and found that the magnetism of the area was 6,000 times higher than the surrounding area.
1: Which is weird because just talking about Dulce, they used all the mag- mag- magnetic shit in the base. Yeah. It's kind in of And for, fucked for up. hyper-travel. And then in, uh, <laughs> not that it's necessarily connected, but the beginning of Dulce, there was a UFO report that was hovering over the truck and it emitted an ash-like substance onto the truck. Isn't that crazy? That's fucking weird. <laughs>
0: crazy. Some of the shards that remained were sent off and they were found to be almost pure magnesium from the ship that blew up a few years later it's reported that samples of the burnt sand were sent into the television show sightings, which is from the late nineties. I used to watch the hell out of it when I was a little kid, but they put the sand from the crash site through laboratory tests. The sand seemed to almost melt in the heat of the camera light.
1: That's weird.
0: The reason was later discovered. The sand particles were covered with a low melting hydrocarbon material. Laboratory could find no natural or human explanation for the phenomenon.
1: That's bizarre.
0: It is weird. Like, whatever blew up over that beach has just completely
1: it's like it fucked it, with the. Yeah, like it broke down. Like it broke itself down to like a
0: basic form and then covered the sand. I don't know. It's weird. It's strange. Another reason I kind of touched on the biblical aspect is because another tie in to the Bible is 200 yards above Sacoma beach is a biblical shrine called Elijah's cave here. Elijah preached and uh, somewhere nearby in the Carmel mountains, he challenged the Canaanites to a duel of the gods. Two bulls were tethered together and the gods were uh, ordered to roast them. Naturally, Uh, the Canaanites' god failed. Could not do it. But Elijah's god sent a ray of light from heaven which cooked his bull on the spot.
1: That is a weird contest.
0: Which, well, yeah. Which is weird when people are seeing shit burnt into the sand in the 1990s. That's true. And way back in whenever the Bible times was written, they're also getting rays of light Sent down on the same spot.
1: Yeah, that's weird.
0: They assume that the ray was probably similar to the beam which had burned in the sands of Tacoma Beach into that saucer shape. Within the cave of Elijah, there is an ancient drawing of something that is said by people who witnessed the craft to be a spitting image of the craft that had burned the sands below. It so intrigued, the team of sightings, they actually went in and check this all out. I tried to find the episode on it, but I could not find it. Finding episodes of sightings online, like on YouTube and shit, is fucking difficult. I looked for it to share, but I couldn't find it. The people of the sightings team decided that the image was probably just a coincidence. Uh, but the one of the film men, or the cameraman who filmed it, he was certain that it was probably a match to whatever was burned in the sand centuries later. So going back to the original uh burn in the sand that was I mean that that evidence is crazy because it actually shows not only like the dimensions of a particular craft but also a pilot. Yeah, and that that so to part speak. to me
1: is bizarre.
0: And then it left construction material as well. Right. From blowing up over over the beach. Uh, so from there everything kind of chilled up until 1991. When a village of Sid Mosh, yeah, Mosh, some five miles away from Kadima, uh, two straight nights, a journalist had his house lit up from the outside. Nope. Yeah. He was woken up by a huge light shining down on his house. He went outside, saw this craft hovering around. So on the third night, he decided to grab a video camera and the journalist, Eli Cohen, actually recorded the UFO on videotape. He had several minutes of footage filmed after daybreak, which was some of the most convincing UFO recorded footage at the time. I will uh, post some YouTube clips on the socials if I find them. I found one, but I'm not sure if it's from this exact encounter, if it's one coming up. So from there, it's almost just like the they were just kind of planning, checking shit out around Kadima for... This huge flap that kind of takes off. Uh, In 1993, they came back full force. This time, the occupants of the crafts did more than merely hover over the sky. In the morning of April 20th, Sipper at Carmel's house glowed from within. She stepped outside and saw what she thought was a new fruit silo that was built in her backyard. As she was watching it, the silo added a second story to itself
1: awesome that's (laughs) ridiculous
0: you go outside and you're like man i don't remember i don't remember that being there and then it just doubles and doubles in height awesome as she saw the silo at a second story to itself, 10 yards to the side of this magical silo she saw a seven foot tall being wearing metallic overalls its head was covered in what looked like a beekeeper's helmet she said, "Why don't you take your hat off so I can see your face?" The being supposedly answered her telepathically, "This is the way it is. He has a beekeeper face.
1: I'm just like sick overalls, dog.
0: <laughs> which is not something that's that's far off from a lot of other. No, I've, I've heard
1: this description before. Metallic suits are, are, and with like the the beekeeper, which could be re." Spoken as like a astronaut-ish type helmet.
0: Makes me think of the Mad Gasser.
1: Yeah, yeah, I thought about that too, but I can't remember what episode episode it was. It might have been Skinwalker Ranch, where they reported a being similar to this.
0: I don't know if yeah, God, I can't remember yeah. the height. There's a lot of metallic suits. Yeah, yep. <clears throat> this was Israel's first like really media publicized close encounter with an alien being. Uh, especially in that culture, she could have been easily ridiculed for yeah. coming out with this. But the thing that kind of led credence to it was that there was a almost 20 meter diameter crop circle that was burnt in her yard, exactly where she said she'd seen the craft. Well, within the circle, there were shards of material later found to be almost pure silicone. Like if it's a prankster, where are they going to get pure silicone? Right. right throw in the middle of this. At first, they thought that they were pranksters just burning holes in their yards and making people think that they're crazy. Within 10 days, two more circles were found just outside of her house in her backyard. This time, they were soaked with a red liquid, and this fluid would be consistent with a feature of upcoming landings and crop circles in the surrounding area. It was tested by the National Biological Laboratory in Nesiziona and found to be composed mostly of pure cadmium,
1: Their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They, they have it all, and it's, re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their, the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin, hollow sky branded boots. How awesome would that be?
0: Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges. And ship right to your door. Go to tacovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: Well, they sure do like their peer shit.
0: Dude. And cadmium's nothing to fuck with. I, th- I thought that I had put... Well, I'm
1: telling you right now that if I was that chick... I'd be like, all right, something's got to change in this motherfucker because one, okay. You're burning my damn yard. Well, there's that, and then one alien spacecraft in my yard, it's like, okay, this sucks, but whatever, it's gone. But the fact that they keep coming back.
0: The fact that she didn't didn't even notice them being there the next two times is creepy.
1: Yeah, there's that too. You
0: just wake up with, you're like, okay, I see this UFO in my backyard. It left this crop circle. All right, well, it's gone. Cool. I wake up the next day. There's a cro- another crop circle, but I don't remember the UFO being here. And then the next Sick. day Oh, there's another one. Cool.
1: Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have talked to the sweet MC Hammer overall dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. Take off your hat and let me see your face. This is what it looks like. This is how it is, woman. From there, more crop circles were found popping up in the area, and they appeared to be also soaked with this reddish liquid. And as they were investigated the liquid made investigators feel nauseous. Thankfully, the liquid was collected and analyzed again at the National Laboratory where it was mostly cadmium. Cadmium is said to be a soft metal and its compounds were once used to produce red, yellow, and orange pigments, as well as color glass and as well as to color glass and stabilize plastics. However, cadmium is toxic so most products containing it have have been recalled. High levels of cadmium exposure can cause various unpleasant symptoms, including some that can be fatal. So, if someone would have to get this pure cadmium liquid, if they were faking this whole encounter,
1: well, and why would you? Why would you use something like that in a fucking UFO sighting hoax? Yeah, this uh, it doesn't even make yeah, sense.
0: You're right. I know. I know how I'm gonna. It's a little extra. I know how
1: I'm gonna convince them. I'm gonna pour this pure cadmium all over the place. <laughs> That'll show them. Yeah, they'll never then, question and me. And then now. over here, I'm gonna put pure silicone as a curveball. We're gonna really trip them up.
0: From here, the unearthly visitors focused on two other women in their late 30s living in the living on Happelmock Street. Which this kind of stood out to me too. That a lot of the. People who had encountered with this UFO flap were women, middle aged women.
1: Dude, that sucks because that makes me think, not good thoughts. Like I Like old space dudes is coming to Earth.
0: Yeah. Which which kind of of loving kind of falls in line with
1: The Nephilim
0: and Gods.
1: That's fucked up. I just caught that too. Yeah. Weird, right? That is weird. That is Weird. weird.
0: The first of which was a Russian immigrant named Mara. She said that something had shaken her house so hard it caused the air conditioner unit that was on top of her house to fall completely through her house. (laughs) She also had disembodied voices calling to her in her childhood nickname. Nope. Eventually, it messed her up so much she just was convinced the house was haunted and moved the fuck away. I don't blame her. She's not even effing with
1: it. I don't blame her. I, mean, I love be, that she's like, you,
0: she's like, it's ghosts, it's not aliens. I'm yeah. getting the hell out of here.
1: Aliens that don't somehow know my childhood nickname. That would be fucked up. That would suck. And then the fact that you're sitting in your living room watching TV and then your AC just falls through your I house. I think how
0: hard you'd have to shake. And then your house is shaking. just like a fucking earthquake. Um, later, a town treasurer or Cadmia. It's weird that the town is Cadmia and Cadmium is found in the...
1: That is kind of weird.
0: I'm sure it has nothing to do with one another, but it is weird. Cadmia, by the name of Sash Vahood, would become the next to experience a run-in with these unearthly giants. She was awoken during the night of March 31st to find that her house was again shaking and a seven-foot-tall, giant, silvery suit being was standing by her bed. Telepathically, he said, Do not be afraid. I will not harm you. He announces it glided around the room. Nope. She described the thing's movement as being like it was, quote, floating on its shoes. As you would. She wondered if she had dreamt at all, because that's pretty fucked. It's she said it also saying. it also moved through the walls as it was going as it was moving. Like to exit the house. It didn't use the door or window, just moved through the wall. So she's like, had to have been a fucked up dream. You know? Yeah. Ate some crazy food the night before, went to bed late, had this dream about this house-shaking UFO with this silver-suited man until she went outside and there were two crop circles, 11 and 20 feet in diameter, in the field, right outside her house by her window. Nope. What did the investigators find in these crop circles? Something pure. Cadmium and silicone. Weird. And both formations
1: uh yeah so going back here real quick how fucking terrified would you be to wake up in your goddamn bed and there's some giant ass dude in a silver suit staring at you while you sleep. He says, you're yeah. going to be fine. <laughs> exactly. And the first words that <laughs> come out of his mouth is like, don't be scared. I'm not going to hurt you, okay? <laughs> and so it's going to be okay. That's,
0: that's the now, first well, thing people that are going to hurt me say. Yes.
1: And then, then he's like, I'm going to reverse Michael Jackson moonwalk around the house. He <laughs> just buzzes be around. Michael Jackson. It probably is. He
0: moonwalks. He has the silvery suit.
1: There you go. <laughs> Kyle solved it. Solved it.
0: Kyle solved it. Nailed it. it. Another one knocked out of the park oh, by we the house. You're so good podcast. at this job. We are. We are. Ruined. We
1: definitely don't get paid enough.
0: <laughs> but this wasn't the end. Next, in June of the same year, it was Hannah Samaks' turned to be visited by the UF giant. Hannah lives in Bergada, about three miles from Cad from Kadima. Uh, she was startled to see that her dog was flying across the kitchen into her kitchen wall. She stepped outside to investigate what had thrown her dog, and she was stopped by what she said was an invisible force. She couldn't even make it out. From there, she saw a seven-foot, round-faced being in metallic overalls examining her pickup truck. She said to it, "'What did you do to my dog?' And it answered to her telepathically, "'Go away, I'm busy. I could crush you like an ant if I wanted to.'" Go back to your husband. What the fuck? That's his quote. Go away. I'm busy. I could crush you like an ant if I wanted to. Go back to your husband. End quote.
1: Oh, my God. That sounds like a typical white trash dude. <laughs> like, get inside, woman. <laughs> dude, that's terrible. Like, I thought I didn't even, like, I glanced over your notes and all I saw was, what did you do to my dog? And I'm like, this is going to be great. But it gets so much better with his quote. And then not to mention, imagine, just imagine seeing Frank fly across (laughs) your kitchen and just go thump right into the the wall.
0: I just look outside, and there's some dude in giant silver overalls checking out my car. Boots Frank. (laughs) (laughs) My 70-pound golden retriever. Leave me alone.
1: Go back inside. I'm busy. (laughs) This
0: don't concern you.
1: It's ridiculous.
0: No, if she was worried about nobody believing her, she didn't have to worry long because what was in her backyard? Another crop circle. Crushed out of the grass. 4.5 Was meters. found. Yeah, that's what. probably about 15 feet. Oh, well, yeah. In her backyard, the grass was soaked with red liquid cadmium. That's
1: so bizarre.
0: I have to figure out what the fuck cadmium, if cadmium is used in like a
1: propellant or something like yeah, that yeah
0: if it's used in space like in our kind of space travel i don't know but it is weird
1: yeah why just,
0: i don't know <clears throat> that's weird uh reports kept coming in throughout the summer of giants roaming the land uh, persuaded one of their big television stations who are normally pretty conservative and don't really buy into this shit, to post a broadcast of a one-hour program on the subject A few of the women actually appeared on the show with their encounters, as well as ufologists who examined the circles, who had tested the cadmium and the liquid found. The hosts kind of expected the audience to just write them off as being crazy and ridicule them, but much to their shock, the audience believed that the people had actually had these encounters. The result was two more witnesses coming out in the open both women in their late 30s who lived within 10 miles of each other south of tel aviv uh clara canova of Holon was the most reluctant to be quoted about her encounter she didn't want to talk about it but she acknowledged that she had seen a giant being a resident of Rishon el named Batyan shimon i apologize if i butcher these names i'm not very good at it uh, woke up one night to find a silver humanoid with, f- quote, fascinating blue eyes floating around her bedroom. The giant reappeared the night after her first encounter. This time, Shimon followed it outside to a hovering mushroom-shaped craft surrounded by searchlights. Two more giant humanoids were reported to have stepped out of a hatch on the craft and shown a blinding light at Shimon. That makes me think of Michael Jackson, too. Shimon. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back around, these once they shine the light, they spontaneously. She spontaneously found herself back in her bed next to her still sleeping husbands. The giant said to her, "Do not be afraid." As they exited her room by floating out through a window on a beam of light.
1: Dude, it just sounds like straight up date right?
0: And th- I, th- multiple accounts the, the husbands are asleep the whole time. Yeah, they're just like.
1: Yeah. And and then they all they, they always say, Don't be afraid, dog.
0: Yeah. Don't be afraid.
1: I w- And except I for just, the except for the one guy interested in the truck who has no desire for female they, companionship. He's What like, if they
0: posted the truck on Craigslist they're like, and like, they check, forgot about it? Check out this rig. <laughs> uh let me see here. Where am I at? As you can see, like a lot of the encounters kind of touch on the exact same uh, facts, well, facts, I guess, like what they look like, their round faces, their metallic suits, but none of these women had met each other before.
1: Right, yeah, and then, like you said, they they all definitely fall within a realm. You know, a lot of the descriptions are v- virtually the same. They're, they vary slightly from this to that, but they all have the same core to them.
0: Shimon found a strange powder in her bedroom on the floor the next morning. When it was tested, it was... Composed of cadmium, as well. A few days later, toward the end of the month, she woke to find that the giants had made another return visit. One of the huge humanoids stayed right beside her bed and waved its hand over her husband's forehead while the other explored the apartment. The giants shone like neon and wore skin tight white outfits. The second giant returned to the room and pointed to his companion. And on that note, the entities glided into the adjacent room which Shimon's son was sleeping. Instead of doing anything unspeakable to her son, the giants just... focused on the fish tank. The aquarium in the bedroom. They seem to be absolutely mesmerized by the fish tank.
1: These motherfuckers are weirdos. It's,
0: it's It's like they are... Legitimately exploring the planet, but they do not give a shit about humans.
1: Well, I mean, realistically, they like, really don't bro, have to.
0: Like, check out that Ford Ranger. This is fucking sick. <laughs> and they're like, you think that's dope? Look what this <laughs> dude's got in his bedroom.
1: He's got fish.
0: Fucking goldfish. Sick. Sick.
1: It's so bizarre. Like, they, it, you're it, right. It. They're fascinated by the most mundane shit.
0: Yeah. They just want the humans to leave them alone. They're like, go inside. I'm checking out this ranger. Yeah, it's this cool. sick. I <laughs> how many horsepower I is this thing got?
1: <laughs> it's vintage. I'm going to see if I can put it on my ship. So
0: after they, sta- they, after they stared at the aquarium for who knows how long, a beam of light shone through the kitchen window and kind of overshadowed the giants as they floated out of the house along it toward the same mushroom-shaped craft that she'd seen before. Another encounter came in December the same year in the village of Yatzes, 12 miles east of Rishon Litson. Giants had opened. uh, Oh, this is Giants had opened a new access for this weird triangle of Kadima. It's like a Kadima triangle where all these UFOs are fine. Uh, Herzl Costini, the village security chief, and his friend Danny Ezra. We're sitting around talking about just whatever anybody talks about when they hear a loud explosion, a loud explosion, and felt Ezra's house shake. Hershel opened the door and stood face to face with a nine foot tall creature in metallic clothes whose face was hidden in a haze. He shut the door and called the police. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, these, I love it, bro. I love These it.
1: reactions are just classic.
0: You're the sec- you're the security guy. There's <laughs> hey. an explosion at your friend's house. Nope. He goes. Fuck that. Slam. <laughs> Calling the real cops. Oh my god, it's hilarious. As they like, showed up. <laughs> this is the shit that you can't make up.
1: You can't, you can't. Like dude, yeah, you're right. He just goes, Nope.
0: As I was digging into it, I have I'm like, I'm gonna I'm just gonna run with this story because it's we fantastic. need something lighthearted coming off of the whole catheter seven, strangulation. Yeah, seven strangulation. layers of hell and So as the police arrived and arrived and investigated, they discovered deep boot print tracks in the mud. The tracks were sunk 35 centimeters into the hard ground. Hard mud. Hard ground. (laughs) Meaning whoever made them had to have weighed literally a ton. I was gonna say that
1: that's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Yeah. 35 centimeters. So their metal suit, they might just be made of metal. But they can float and moonwalk. Thinking that this might have been a terrorist altercation, the army was called in. Military trackers came in to try to follow the tracks, and they were totally stumped. The tracks carried on for over eight kilometers. The heel dug in only five centimeters, meaning whatever made the track was walking on its tiptoes.
1: So it was definitely me and my daughter.
0: (laughs) It was you and your daughter.
1: Because we walk on our tiptoes a lot.
0: If you can call it walking at all, sometimes the distance between the tracks were twelve feet. well, definitely apart. not
1: me and my daughter,
0: yeah, which is a long jump for some thing weighing a ton
1: there that is not a shot, in can hell. you imagine I'm jumping twelve feet
0: and then landing on your tiptoe and only make it a five centimeter? <laughs> no,
1: it'd be like it's almost like you're you're skipping or something, you're just being nonchalant. Like doop 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 doop, but you you could magically take twelve foot strides.
0: The best that the Israeli authorities could even come up with is that the tracks were made by an unknown cult. Well. Yeah.
1: That is definitely one way to spin it. It (laughs) I
0: Yeah. I don't know what cult dresses up as giant as iron giants and walks around for miles, but this I is feel like the say. I
1: feel like that's one of the explanations where people go, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I. Feel and then like they just go, "This is the dumbest shit I've ever heard," and they just go back to their mundane. They life. were they were
0: backed into a corner because you have everybody in this town seeing these giants. It's a cult seeing these UFOs. It's leaving evidence. It's leaving tracks. It's leaving this cadmium shit everywhere. It's leaving crop circles, and they're like, "Well, we could say it's UFOs, or but...
1: what about a cult?"
0: We heard a rumor that there was some cultists around that are nine feet tall, two thousand pounds.
1: That's ridiculous. Covered in metal. That's the dumbest shit I've heard.
0: We're gonna go with that. So yeah, now we're at cult dressing as giants. It, this just
1: sounds like a B movie.
0: <laughs> I hope it is.
1: It'd be a good one.
0: Um, after after that sighting, more were reported and continued. In areas around, in towns around the area. In 1996, the sightings continued. Uh, Evidence was gathered with a good dozen crafts actually videotaped in and around the area.
1: That's crazy. Uh,
0: There was a UFO filmed over three nights with professional equipment at uh, Kibbutz Hatzor. The results included a close up of what appeared to be rows of square shaped vents on the craft. In December, a household reported constant contact with small greys, the first such report from Israel. The witnesses uh, backed up their claim with an abundance of physical evidence, including stones that melt ice immediately without n- a known energy source.
1: That's sick.
0: I've, uh, I've got a YouTube video of that I'm going to post on the socials. I'm assuming it's the same one. It showed this weird grass crop circle with this strange metallic stone in it, and they put it against ice, and it's it's melting it. Kind of like how when you put a coin on ice, it melts it. Yeah. So either it's producing its own heat or it's a superconductor where it's channeling the heat from yeah. the dude's hand into the ice. <clears throat> but it's weird that that kind of wraps up all the sightings. I know it was kind of sporadic and funny, but it's strange that of those best documented cases of Israel UFO sightings, six of the seven deal with giants or giant beings, giant humanoids, whatever, whatever you'd like to say. So you have all these encounters with physical evidence, with the crop circles, with the cadmium. I don't know what the fuck the cadmium had to do with anything, but it's present at almost every single sighting. But it's, it's weird to me that <clears throat> they deal. Cause you don't hear of a lot of UFO abductee encounters dealing with like nine feet tall beings. Like, that's not normally no. That's pretty
1: big. Most of them are little bitty fellers. So like, but the Nor- you know the Nordics are usually
0: yeah they're pretty tall. They're
1: tall, but I-, I don't know. Like it's like when you first told it to me, I'm like, well that makes sense because of the the geographic location. I mean, giants have always been prevalent mm-hmm. over there, but. The fact that they're—I mean—it's not surprising that they would come in spaceships. Now that I think about it, because how I mean, how many depictions are the the fucking flaming chariots and all that bullshit yeah. throughout history over there?
0: People trying to make sense of what they're seeing, but yeah. they have no idea. That yeah,
1: precisely. To... And then you have the the weird uh, uh, date rape link, you know, between the old gods. Yeah. And all that, all Ma- that crazy mating shit. Mating with
0: human women. Yeah. But, I mean, don't get me wrong, there was no there's no evidence report of any kind of sexual yeah, encounter yeah. or anything.
1: No, it just, it was a little ironic, and it, it may not have happened, but because they did truly seem fascinated with,
0: with women.
1: Well, women, but they'd seem fascinated by things on this planet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they would just stop and stare at shit. In amazement, so maybe like that was part of it. I don't know. Tank.
0: It's it's weird, but it like it makes me wonder if if the biblical accounts of giants were those giants also aliens. It's possible. You know what I mean. It's possible because or- there's reports that they say that those giants in biblical days were fallen angels. Are these things that people are encountering in in our time period? fallen angels? Maybe are the angels aliens? Are we going to go are we going to open that book?
1: Maybe maybe the giants that fought in those wars back then and shit. Maybe those were the offspring of these original homeboys and they just rolled out.
0: Now they're coming back to check and it's oh, possible be. because
1: because you would, one would assume like because you had these 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 giants showing up, they're obviously fucking smarter than us to a degree because they have spaceships yeah. that can do things that we can't. And they're relatively aware of us because the one said, you know, go away or I'll crush you like an ant. <laughs> yeah. Whereas the dog. You know, I, I, would as, I would assume, now it's not in our literature or anything like that, but I would assume that the ones that fought side by side with people back then may not have known their origins you know and thought they were just extraordinary for lack of terms maybe possibly you know because it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense for them to fight side by side with certain armies unless there was something to benefit yeah from it you know
0: investments
1: so i don't know i don't know throwing shit out there seeing if anything sticks yeah but-
0: um, I'm looking up cad- story. cadmium usage in space applications. Cadmium plating is commonly used on connectors, connector hardware, and mechanical hardware, such as fasteners. It provides excellent resistance to salt corrosion and therefore is often are offered many military specification predominantly used for naval af- naval applications. That's weird. Uh, it is listed on NASA's, NASA's parts selection list on nasa.gov. Cadmium plating prohibition. Hmm. Cadmium is typically used in the aerospace industry and other environments exposed to high salt concentrations and is usually paired with a substrate material such as steel, copper, various types of iron, and powdered metals, which old girl found the powder in her bedroom. Right. After her encounter.
1: But is there a lot of salt in outer space? Uh,
0: I have no idea.
1: Maybe these homeboys ain't coming from
0: Maybe they're coming from the water. The water, dog. The goddamn ocean. It's possible. If, because silicone was found too.
1: Yeah, that was only found at two of the ones though, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they have anything to do with space. Hmm. Fuck, I don't know. I'm just grasping at stuff here. It's a weird it's a weird story. Thanks for hanging out and listening to it. It is a
1: weird <laughs> one, but it was cool.
0: It was kinda lighthearted. I figured after all that heavy shit we just got out of, we could do that. So Hell that yeah. was the weird the weird cadmium incident in Is Israel. Is it giants? It is fucking is weird. it aliens? Is it angels? We don't know. All we know is that they wear giant metallic overalls and moonwalk through people's houses and kick their dogs. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, then, I'm, just, uh, I'm just
1: repeating what this this guy. Has no, to with. I mean I hear you. I hear you. It's just bizarre.
0: It, it does kind of put Israel on its own dot on the the UFO map, considering there's so many, so many of these accounts include huge humanoids.
1: Yeah, it's weird.
0: Which I would. I, I was thinking about it as I was reading these articles. I would almost rather deal with one huge one. Dude, little grays creep me the fuck out. I'd rather have one big metal beekeeper and a bunch of little... I'll fight the little ones. You're going with little ones? I don't know. Yeah,
1: because the big one is going to be so OP, you're not even going to have a chance. Well,
0: I got a fish tank in there, and I got a dog. That's true. And our town's full of trucks. That's, oh, that's true. It's gonna be a distracting attack approach.
1: I yeah, I can get with that, but it would be like you trying to fight Brock Lesnar.
0: Yeah, and losing.
1: That well,
2: <laughs> that's a given.
0: Yeah,
1: it's Brock Lesnar's hand or <laughs> <are, laughs> hand the size of the toasters.
0: So I'm scrolling through my notes. I love the one who's just out there chilling. He's got a he's got his beekeeper face, and she's like, "Yo, take that off your face." He's like, "Yo, this is my face." <laughs> What do you is mean? What do you mean? Take that off my face? <laughs> it is my face.
1: Oh, dude! Poor dude. No wonder he kicked their
0: dog. Came back. <laughs> he was just trying to hang out and got made fun of, and now he's like,
1: I just like, and not to mention, I, I do. I mean, I'm not trying to be like super funny, but I do find it fucking hilarious. I mean, just imagine a seven foot tall asshole in silver. Overalls
0: <laughs> on his tiptoes.
1: <laughs> no, I just picture him with his feet together and he's just z- floating around the house like fucking
0: zooming, yeah,
1: just, like almost like he's got them, uh, them fucking wheelie <laughs> Heleys, thing, yeah, yeah the Heely's on, and he's just zipping around the house. And then he doesn't have to he's open like, doors, he just goes through the wall and then he stops and like, he sits there. Hey, yo, girl, where your fish? T-? Exactly, he stops, and then she's like, "What the fuck is he doing?" And then for the next three hours, he's staring at a fish tank. <laughs> it's
0: like the shit is lit. <laughs> like what? The it's so fuck, weird, that, and man. it's weird that the husbands don't wake up. Like, yeah. that one encounter, like he was just Jedi mind tricking the husband. He's like, "You just stay there and sleep. I'm gonna go yeah. clean, you. I'm See, gonna go clean your fish tank. I'm that, gonna borrow your truck, and I'm gonna clean your fish tank." Yeah,
1: that's where I draw the the creepy line. Dudes are knocking hubbies out, <laughs> and not so much the women.
0: It's bizarre because it you know they're not going to be
1: afraid of the dude.
0: Oh, you're seven feet tall, nine yeah. feet tall, two thousand pounds. Crush made of people, solid people like ants. Steel. Oh, crush you like an idiot. So he has. A, it makes me wonder if he had, if he had knowledge of ants, or if it's just how how she conveyed it in her brain. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a possibility. How we process, how we process what they're saying. Oh, Oh,
1: man, it's weird. I wasn't
0: there. I was only like eight years old when this happened. Yeah,
1: it's a cool story. I've never heard of it before.
0: Me either until I got into that. And I was like...
1: It's fucking... It's hilariously interesting, though.
0: And it's so strange that so many women had the... Almost the exact same encounter and reports it the exact same way. Yeah. The same beings... The same suits, and it seemed like, the same round faces, and then they were all backed up by these weird ass crop circles in their around their home.
1: And it almost seemed like most of them got multiple visits. Yeah, as well. I didn't think about that. That too. So yeah. That's something else. The
0: and these are just the women that came forward.
1: Right. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: So I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird story.
1: It's definitely weird. It's it is way
0: weird. <laughs> it, is way it is
1: bizarrely weird
0: and it was hard to find i only found two articles two or three articles on it so that's crazy you look it up look up ufo or ufo sightings in israel google it and then google cadmium with it and then these these encounters will pop up so that's my little get together for the day thanks for hanging out with us thanks for telling all your weird friends about us Check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And until we talk next week, stay safe, stay weird. And if you get visited by a giant humanoid metal overall wearing alien, keep your dogs inside.